This week in South Baltimore. Baltimore. Brought to you by SouthBmore.com. Baltimore, it's the city I adore. Be a Baltimore rich or be a Baltimore poor. It's the city always searching, never finding a cure. But baby, nothing can replace my Baltimore. All right, welcome back, everybody. This is Nate Carper here, kicking off the month of August here with This Week in South Baltimore. You know, Kev, I think sometimes we ought to change the name from This Week in South Baltimore to, like, you know, whenever we get a chance to record in South Baltimore. But Well, we're always currently in some kind of week, so it's certainly... Oh, yeah, so you're right. It, it is, is This, this week, week in South Baltimore whenever we're doing it, but certainly, yes. Yeah. So Perhaps it's, it's more of a monthly view of South Baltimore. Yeah, a monthly view of this particular week in South Baltimore, which is, you know, very, right. we get very granular here uh, in South Baltimore. Right. We sure Nate's do. Nate's getting very technical to start the start the podcast today. So how you been doing, Kev? What's going on? How's your summer since we talked? You had some plans. You were going to see see some beach life, some ocean life. Have you done anything like that yet? Yeah, I currently have all the sand washed off my body in the car, but then we're going to do it again next week, so... Looking forward to a little R&R. Summer's been going pretty good. I really love the vibe of the summer, you know, like some fresh and zesty foods. I love the reggae music. I love the, the chill vibe. But uh, but yeah, enjoying the Olympics, enjoying some of these soccer tournaments going on. So yeah, I'm enjoying the summer. I'm a little worried that uh, COVID might be going in the wrong direction here. Hopefully that doesn't screw up things like the start of school and NFL football. But uh, let's uh, let's hope it's just one last blip on the radar. Definitely, I'm starting to feel those fall vibes as well. You know, we have a couple weeks where the weather's been awesome. Loving summer, but uh, definitely looking forward to football season as well and all the other stuff. we got so many events coming up in the fall here in South Baltimore, which can't wait to be a part of and take part of, and uh, it's going to be awesome. So, Kev, let's get started here, talk about this week in South Baltimore, and we got a lot going on around the around the hood, around the city. Got to talk about COVID. Unfortunately, it's still in the news. It's still there. Yes, it is. So, Baltimore City Mayor Brandon Scott has put in a new mask mandate starting at 9 a.m. on Monday. So vaccinated and unvaccinated Baltimore residents will be required to wear masks indoors. There is not going to be an outdoor mask mandate that's coming back. So this kind of goes in line with what some other areas around the country are doing. Prince George's County and Montgomery County both implemented new mask mandates. So, uh, so yeah, this is the next step for for Baltimore City. Uh, Governor Hogan also had a press conference yesterday. He said almost 80% of adults in Maryland have been vaccinated, but it certainly appears the rate of that in Baltimore City is, is lower than that. Both Mayor Scott and Governor Hogan encouraged the unvaccinated to get vaccinated. And uh, the rate of vaccinated people getting the Delta variant is very low by Maryland statistics. So they're both encouraging the unvaccinated to get vaccinated. And uh, hopefully we can Hopefully this will be one last blip on the radar and we can get back on track. We certainly want to wish the best to all of our fellow citizens, our businesses, uh, getting schools back on track. I know those are all big goals of everybody as we deal with this pandemic that's been going on for a year and a half. It's uh, going into three different school years. And uh, as we were just talking about events, you know, as it looks like the event industry is going to start to come back this fall, hopefully that actually happens. I think we're all just... uh, Looking forward to getting back to normal. We've all had a, a little bit of a taste of normal lately, and I think we all love it. So let's hope that uh, this will soon be in the rearview mirror. want to remind everybody, stay cool. Remember, not your waiter or waitress's fault that you have to wear a mask when you're in a business. So uh, just follow the rules, and we'll get through it. You know, it's just a mask. It's not uh, It's not a freedom killer. Absolutely, and, uh, you know, be patient with your, with your restaurant staffs. Many of them are short-staffed. There's a lot of uh, inflation issues they're, they're dealing with, so just, just be kind and uh, grateful when you're out 
out to eat. You'll see everyone's out there working hard. You see a lot of stress look on people's faces working in restaurants. So yeah, be a, be a courteous, great customer like I know you are. And let's continue to support these businesses. And uh, hopefully it'll be uh, greener days ahead for them. You know, been walking around the neighborhood a lot because this weather's awesome. Been uh, driving around, doing everything, showing some people some some different areas of the neighborhood. And and man, one thing I see is a lot of new restaurants and definitely got some changes. Some old buildings are getting full of life again. And uh, what you got for us for some restaurant updates? Nate Carper, part-time podcaster, part-time ambassador for South Baltimore. I like it. <laughs> I think uh, ra- r- racking up some stats for trying to bring people to South Baltimore. I like That's it. That's right. That's right. Plus four now. Yeah. There you go. That's good. <laughs> Does that include the kids you've had or that's just new residents? Just new residents, yeah. Very good. So really you're like plus six. So yeah, unfortunately, some a bummer of news for Barracuda is just a, a very popular restaurant in Locust Point. Obviously, the restaurant industry has had a tough year and a half and uh, really some tough news for Barracudas as on July 4th, they had a fire on the second story of their restaurant and uh, the restaurant has been shut down since then. There were no injuries, which is good. Barracudas is owned by Billy Hughes, the general manager of Samantha Stincombe. They have a great staff and uh, there's been an outpouring of support for them. A GoFundMe has raised almost $12,000. Wiley Gunters is, is doing a fundraiser for their staff. So, yeah, everyone's looking forward to seeing Barracudas get back on track. They've started uh, some demolition to get the restaurant renovated. They're really hoping to get that great outdoor patio they have uh, back open. Maybe they can bring the smoker out. They have some outdoor bar set up. So certainly Barracudas is trying to get back open as quickly as they can. They, they put that awning on their outdoor patio recently, and that place was just packed all the time up until the fire. So, yeah, so hopefully we can see Barracudas back and a part of the South Baltimore and Logos Point community really quickly. And here's a new restaurant coming. It's called Smoking Joe's. They are coming to Light Street at 1448 Light Street, the former home of Blooming Deli. This is a Eastern Carolina barbecue restaurant from Jacqueline Murphy. She hails from that Eastern North Carolina area. Smoking Joe's had a location in La Plata. They were also kind of on the event catering and farmer's market circuit. They were a staple at the Pigtown Festival. And uh, COVID really kind of Hurt their business really badly. They lost that La Plata location. Obviously, the event industry, catering, just took huge hits. So they're kind of starting over. And lucky for us, they're starting over in Federal Hill. And their menu sounds really awesome. You know, they have smoked chicken, smoked brisket, all kinds of smoked vegetables, biscuits, all kinds of great food that sounds so delicious. So an exciting addition to Federal Hill and uh, should be a, a great smell of smoke coming from that 1400 block of Light Street. Here's a cool story about a family business. Rubens was started by Ruben Romero at Farmer's Markets. He was doing mostly crepes. He later opened a storefront in Federal Hill on Charles Street. He later closed that location. And then his son, Ruben Ramirez, and his nephew, Jonathan Ramirez, reopened Rubens in that same location at 1043 South Charles Street back in 2018. They brought back the crepes, but they also did more of a focus on Mexican food. These guys were 20 and 22 years old when they started this business. They're both graduates of Digital Harbor High School. Now, three years later, Ruben Sr. is opening a Ruben's location at 5502 Ritchie Highway in Brooklyn Park. This is an American gas station that has a a restaurant space within it. Ruben Jr. and Jonathan are also planning another location, a ghost kitchen location in Washington, D.C. That'll open soon. They're also hoping to open another spot in Federal Hill, which will serve as a commercial kitchen for their growing business. And they're also looking to maybe do some retail at their location as well. So they're looking to support their three locations. 
their growing catering business. So yeah, just a, a great story of some young guys working hard, their dad's back involved and some really good burritos. They're, they're getting into some of those fun ideas. They do a Cali burrito, which has French fries in it. They're doing those birria tacos, which are getting really popular, which are tacos dipped in a broth. So yeah, congrats to the uh, Romero and Ramirez family. Those guys are, they're growing quickly. Moving on to McHenry Row in Locust Point, a business called Yes Chef, a prepared meal service company. This is started by Chef Clint Rose and his wife, Jody Rose. And they were out of Share Kitchen in McHenry Row. That's a commercial kitchen. They also have an office space in McHenry Row, but they needed their own commercial kitchen. And it just so happens that commercial kitchen will be one of the retail spaces at McHenry Row. They are taking over the former space of the Urban Oyster. So they're going to run their commercial kitchen out of that space to... Uh, fulfill all the orders for prepared meals they get around the Baltimore area. But they're also going to have a 300 square foot local marketplace for retail. At the marketplace, you'll be able to pick up some of their heat and eat or cold prepared meals. But you'll also get a lot of cool local items that are made by Baltimore vendors, different sauces, different types of chips and drinks and stuff. So very cool. It'll uh, You'll be able to get a prepared meal, but you'll also get some, some cool items to, uh, to dress your different meals made by Baltimore vendors. Moving over to Pigtown, this is a really big project. So the $10 million project Groundwork Kitchen has opened its first phase at 925 Washington Boulevard. This is a brand new building. The first phase that opened is their to-go shop where you can get different plates and meals and drinks. And soon Groundwork Kitchen will have this large dining restaurant. They have this beautiful dining room with this, you know, these high ceilings, these large windows. You can see the beams. It'll definitely be one of the more stunning dining rooms in Baltimore. And they're going to have a culinary training center where they're going to teach the, the culinary arts to, to people that, you know, this is a workforce development project. This project is by Paul's Place. This is a nonprofit that has been helping the needy in South Baltimore for many years. So it'd be exciting to see that going. You can stop by now, get a taste of their food, and hopefully in the next few months, you can sit down for a nice meal. You can have them cater your, your wedding or your, your office event. Certainly, if you know anybody that's looking to get trained in the culinary arts world, they will be starting their classes and uh, be training a lot of new candidates every year. Over to Federal Hill, a new stall is open, Southern Spice. They took over a space that was vacated by Royal Farms. This is a business by Army veteran Chef Rex Murray. He's from Memphis, Mississippi, and Indianapolis. So this menu is a collection of different plates from the South, including catfish, Nashville hot chicken, shrimp and grits, gumbo, really good stuff. We'll be mentioning them again later in our Great Plates of Late section. And sticking at Cross Street Market, they have a new mural. This mural is a bright new mural next to their outdoor seating area on the south side of the market. This mural was a partnership between the ownership of the market and Chesapeake Beverage. This mural features elements of Baltimore and Maryland flags, Federal Hill Park. It's got images of food and drinks, a section reading the heart of Federal Hill. It's got the Stella Artois logo. This mural was painted by local artist Greg Gannon and designed by Messenger Sports. Another story here, Codetta Bake Shop, which is based in Riverside. They've been working out of the Mind Pub building lately. They were selected as one of five Black-owned businesses that will receive grants to open a storefront downtown. Codetta is owned by Samaya Bilal and Christopher Burgess, and it offers a nice collection of desserts. So we'll keep an eye on that story to see where they end up. Well, that's cool, Kev. That's a lot of uh, good, yummy restaurants coming into town. And, and also, we got some, some other businesses opening up, and um, it's always exciting to hear about. Sure. Yes. Yeah, so we have Ace Hardware Federal Hill. This is part of a chain of 13 Ace stores called A Few Cool Hardware Stores. They're moving to an employee-owned model. How this works is they're going to an employee stock ownership plan. This means the owners of the business will sell the business to a trust, and then the employees will be getting stocks and eventually take over complete ownership of the stores. I know everybody in Federal Hill really loves the employees of Ace. You walk in there, they're always asking you, 
what you need. They're very helpful, such great customer service there. So hopefully this works out great for the staff of Ace and they continue that great culture there at Ace Hardware. Another business, Sobo Strength and Performance, has opened in Locust Point. They take over a 4,500-square-foot building at 1104 Hull Street. This is a former International Longshoremen's Association, AFL-CIO building. This is a business by James Rehack Jr. He put together a team of local trainers and fitness professionals, and uh, they're offering classes, personal training, and uh, it's now open. Definitely go down there and check it out, get in a workout. Over to Federal Hill. Federal Hill resident Victoria Irby has opened a storefront for her business, Buckwild Dog Training, at 1126 South Charles Street. This space has been some different boutiques in recent years, and Victoria was actually a property manager for the property, and now she's also the tenant. Victoria is passionate about dog training and believes that you can do a lot more with your dogs if they're well-trained, you know, bring them out to restaurants, bring them on vacation, bring them to hotels. So she's uh, very passionate about training dogs. So, so Nate, Sobo residents, make sure to get those dogs trained. Oh, they need it for sure. <laughs> Puppies, oh my God, they need it bad. <laughs> yeah, it's it's always very cool to see see the dogs that can kind of fit in anywhere that are well-behaved. I've, I've never had that luxury, but maybe I'll have to go to Victoria next time I get a dog. So here's a story of a business relocating from Chicago to South Baltimore as WirePulse, which provides digital solutions to the utilities, industrial wire supply, and installation industries as relocated to the BGE campus in South Baltimore. WirePulse was founded in 2017 by Jason Zielke. In this new location, they're going to look to grow within different mid-Atlantic energy companies. And then one more business story, Preve Salon has relocated within Locust Point as they move from Silo Point to a really cool row house that was renovated in recent years at 1400 Andre Street. Very cool. Very cool. So lots of movement, some new stuff, and never a dull moment with our businesses here in South Baltimore, and also never a dull moment in commercial or residential real estate, right, Kev? Yeah, it seems that way. Uh, you know, you certainly have the residential market, homes, people buying homes, selling homes, but obviously real estate development and then public space improvements are always very active in this area, and we certainly have some some news on that front. Starting with the South Baltimore Gateway Partnership, they manage half of South Baltimore's local impact grants from the casino. They've announced $6 million in grants going to local parks. This will go towards bringing back the long vacant Carroll Park Recreation Center, which is next to the skate park. $2 million is earmarked for that project. Florence Cummins Park in Westport will get $1 million towards its master plan. And Solo Gibbs will also get $1 million towards its master plan for that park in Sharp Leiden Hall. It's right on the board of Otterbein. So certainly uh, some nice money going towards parks. Some more money from that announcement is going towards new lights for the complex they're doing at Reedbird Park in Cherry Hill and some some other sports leagues they're keeping going. So, so it's certainly some nice money going from the casino into the parks we have in South Baltimore and sticking with Solo Gibbs Park. You know, they have that master plan where they're going to improve that park over the years. But one little project has started. That's with the tennis courts on the northern section of that park. One of the courts was removed, and another one of them was renovated. It is now a, a functional tennis court again. Those courts were once renovated by former Oriole Brady Anderson. So here's a, a second go around on that many years later. And uh, I know I once tried to get into tennis around here, and it's very difficult to get on a court. So this is exciting as there will be one more good tennis court for the area. Moving on, there's three large townhomes that are planned for the 1800 block of Marshall Street in the South Baltimore neighborhood. These townhomes will replace five garages in a grass lot. These homes will be adjacent to the Two East Wells apartment building. These homes will be 2,680 square feet. They're going to have garages, rooftop decks, three bedrooms, but there will also be bonus rooms on the first floor and on the top floor. These plans were submitted by NW2 Engineers. 
And then moving over to Southwest Baltimore, Southwest Partnership has opened a new office and they're also planning a cool theater project. So their new office is a 10,000 square foot building at 1371 West Baltimore Street. This is the former Little Pages Furniture Building. They were there for over 120 years. So Southwest Partnership has moved into this new office space. They have a second story on this building where they're going to look to clean up that space a little bit and bring in some other tenants that are going to work out of that space. You know, Southwest Partnership, which is a collection of the different neighborhood associations and anchor institutions in that area. So they have a lot going on in Southwest Baltimore. And one of their big projects is they purchased the Lord Baltimore Theater at 1110 West Baltimore Street. And their goal for this now is they want this to become a dance studio and theater. So it'll be done in three phases. There's a vacant lot next to it where they're going to activate an outdoor space, do some performances out there. Then they're going to create two storefronts along Baltimore Street. In those storefronts, you might see a dance studio in there. There might be a cafe that can serve the street as well as the theater. And then a phase three of this project is getting the theater back renovated in the rear of the property. So an exciting project there. They're hoping to get that outdoor space activated and possibly open by next spring. The the retail spaces, that'll be next. Hopefully those will come online, you know, maybe in 2022 or 2023. And then hopefully this energy about this project will, will help bring in more funding. They're looking for grants. They're looking to fundraise and really get this whole project online. They're excited. They brought in a consultant who started Dance Place in Washington, D.C. to uh, really help get this project moving. So they're they're very excited about this project. They said that the dance community is very excited about this project. So another investment coming to Southwest Baltimore as Southwest Partnerships looking to kind of be the, the general managers. They have many different parts uh, trying to bring a, a lot of life back to Southwest Baltimore. Last but definitely not least is uh, one of my favorite sections here of the podcast, and that is great plates around South Baltimore. So, you know, there's just so many awesome places to eat. And as we record this, we're in between breakfast and lunch. So I'm trying to figure out where I'm going for lunch today. And uh, maybe you can inspire me, Kev. Yeah, always eating good around the neighborhood. So many great options. But we mentioned Southern Spice earlier in the podcast and uh, had a nice meal from there. I got their smothered chicken. This was a quarter chicken and a nice, nice barbecue sauce. I got it with sides of uh, cabbage and red beans and rice. So that was delicious. I had really good burgers from Abbey Burger Bistro. I got their bison burger, which has some Southwest style toppings on that. That was delicious. I got the beef burger from Hull Street Blues. They use a, uh, a local butcher. That was really good. And then I got the, the turkey powerhouse sandwich from City Limits. This is a sandwich with turkey and hummus and roasted peppers and cucumbers. Uh, really fresh, really good. I think it was the first time I've had hummus on a sandwich and uh, officially count me in as a big fan. I was at the market the other night and uh, had some friends in town and I definitely had the Southern Spice. I tried that since that was the first time I've been in there since they've been opened up. And so to compliment what you said you had, um, I had the collard greens, which were amazing. And, um, you know, had that with some baked mac and cheese and then turned around and got a burger from Southside. Combine all that together was pretty, pretty amazing. And then, you know, to wash it all down, we went to see Jim at Old Line Cocktail Bar. He's great. He'll, he'll make you anything you want. He's got a lot of experience and a lot of custom cocktails that he makes. So uh, if you're looking for great custom cocktails here around South Baltimore, you got to go see Jim at Old Line in the market. You'll know it's Jim when you see the mustache. Yeah, I love going to the market. You know, kids are getting food from one place. We're getting drinks from here. Maybe you do like Nate did, get part of your meal from one business, part of it from another. The only problem is sometimes I'm like, wait, where's my credit card? <laughs> 
Well, cool, Kev. Well, that kind of rounds it out here. So, um, you know, we started off with a little bit of uh, things that we have to talk about. COVID, you know, it's still in the news. And then we talked about our, our restaurant news, which is awesome. Local business news, real estate. And, of course, we finished with our great plates, which always make us hungry for more South Baltimore. I want to remind everybody, subscribe, like the podcast. Uh, subscribe to southbmore.com. If you need advertising. Yeah, definitely reach out to me if you're looking to advertise, whether this is an event, which you're coming back, whether this is an organization, a business, a property. We have great ways to advertise in South Bonner. We have an awesome audience that just keeps growing. It's really exploded in recent months. So we're very thankful for that. So please reach out to me if you're looking to advertise. We can really help you out and it really helps keep this business going, which provides a podcast, which provides great news in South Baltimore, ways to spotlight businesses and people and organizations. So if you know of anybody advertising or if you're looking to advertise, hit me up. I also want to give a shout out and a big thank you to anybody earlier in the summer who might have voted for This Week in South Baltimore or South Be More podcast as uh, your favorite podcast around Baltimore. Baltimore Magazine, every year they do their best of, and we were listed there as a, uh, you know, nominated as a best of podcast in Baltimore. So for those of you that voted, definitely appreciate that. It's good to be in that company with so many other great shows that are that are going on around the city. And um, I want to say that I think the results, Kev, come out, what, Friday the 27th of August. So we're either going to do a podcast like right before then or maybe day of. And uh, I feel like it would be a good time to kind of see how all the finalists do around South Baltimore. Yeah, absolutely. We, we appreciate all of our listeners and the support, and it's just exciting to me that so many other people love South Baltimore as much as I do. It's a great place to work, great place to live, great place to be. Talk to you soon, Kev. Later. This week in South Baltimore. Baltimore. Brought to you by SouthBmore.com. I hear you talk about the city, but I don't care. I'm repping Baltimore City with my fist in the air. Hey, I hear you talk about Baltimore. It's the city I don't be a Baltimore. 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 Baltim